Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Today is it, everybody. On a real positive note, today is it. Today is the day. You know, when I was in high school, you know, uh, my mother was a Sunday school teacher until she passed. I would walk out the door every morning on my way to school, and my mother used to say, listen to me, son. Hey, don't forget Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And, you know, I didn't think much of it. You know, I was just my mama being religious. You know, my spiritual woman. So, you know, I just took it as that. But as I've gotten older, man, you know, that's registered more and more with me. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. That's pretty cool, man. What better blessing will you get throughout the day than the fact that he allowed you to live and see another day? See, sometimes, man, when you're young, you don't pay no attention to that. But all you got to do is keep living. Keep watching some people that you know not be here anymore. Go to class reunions and they smaller. See people that you really loved that meant a lot to you leave this world. And all of a sudden, man, immortality starts to matter a great deal to you. Some of us learn this lesson sooner than others. But I know when you're young, man, you know, you think you're going to be here for a while. You think you got time to play around. You think you got time to get it together. You got time to make the mistakes. And But man, oh man, I, almost every full-blown adult that I know will tell you and have said these words right here many times. And I, I, I see the reason I'm saying this is because I want you to hear them because you're going to use them. If I only knew then what I know now, do you know how many people have said those words right there? Because in time, man, you gain so much wisdom. 
Oh, but it ain't like nobody didn't tell you, though. Somebody told you back then, hey, man, it's best to buckle down now. He said, hey, man, you better quit wasting time. Hey, look, do your best at all times. You know, stop stop worrying about that. I'm telling you, son, in a minute, them clubs ain't going to mean nothing to you. In a minute, they're going out all the time. Ain't going to mean nothing to you. I can't tell you how many times I repeat it to my kids. But, man, today is a different day because today is the day that the Lord has made. So he gave you a shot today. If you woke up this morning or if you're finishing your day on your shift, he gave you a new day. Nothing bigger than the fact that he woke you up today. Now, why don't you do something about that? Why don't you take advantage of it? How about if you start today? How about if you stop hesitating today? How about if you stop delaying it today? How about if you stop procrastinating today? How about if you make today the day that you go for it? I mean, man, let's all just decide today. Let's go for it. Let's put forth a maximum effort today. I mean, really, man, what you doing? You ain't, Look, man, take advantage of this blessing of waking up. Do something today. If you would just start the process Man, start that business you always dreamed of. Go look into that other job you always yearned for. Go get the training you need to get the promotion, man. Go back to school, man. Go see what you need to do to lift yourself to the next level. Stop waking up every day seeing how it's going to go and start waking up and do something about how it goes. If you make one step, he'll make two. But you could people, people talk about it all the time. Man, it seems like you're always getting a blessing. Oh, man, when you're talking to a person, Listen to this. If you're talking to a person and it seems like there's always a blessing coming his way, let me tell you what that person doing. That person is putting one foot in front of the next. That person is putting forth some efforts out there. And that's the only way God can bless you. God can only bless you with your efforts. He can only put his finger on the thing that you are doing or attempting. That's all he can help you with. He, there are no jobs walking up to your door, knocking on your door. But if you beating the pavement, if you sending in the apps, if you online scouring somewhere to work, somewhere to get a job, then God can touch somebody's heart to hire you. But if you sitting at the house every day smoking, every day drinking, but you wondered why you just can't get a job the couple times you done went out there, you got to, if you ain't got a job, you got to look, get, go get one every day. You got to go look for one every single day. You can't take no days off. How about today? How about today if we decide today is the day that we're going to make the move? Today is the day that we stop delaying, hesitating, procrastinating. Today is the day that we take a step in a direction to do something for ourselves, for our lives, for our family, for our wives, for our children, for our community, for our school. Do something today for crying out loud, man. Stop sitting in your own life in just a stew of misery. In your own life, I'm going to tell you something. If you are in a state of confusion, if you are troubling, if you're stuck on what to do next, you want me to tell you what's happening? You're not doing enough. That's what it is, man. See, when I get in a place, man, where I don't know what the next move is, it's because I done usually stalled out. See, this is the way God works. This is the way he's worked for me. Every time I'm busy and I'm about the business of always trying to live my creed, which is ABC. My, my motto is ABC, always be closing. I'm always working on something, something to close something. When you're so busy with the business of improving yourself and doing with yourself and becoming the best you you can be, God is always working on your behalf 
behind some scene of something that you're in the process of tempting to close. But because you're not doing all you can do, you're limiting you, you are, because of your decision not to give your all in all. You're limiting the opportunities for God to put his finger on things and touch them on your behalf. I don't know if the average person really understands or knows what it takes to truly be successful on whatever level you're talking about. But whatever that level is, I don't care what dollar amount you've got attached to it, what level you got. If you have made the decision that you're going to be successful, I think that a lot of people, the average person, does not know what that means. Whatever level you've decided to be successful on, see, that's your level of faith. That's where you see your life at. Well, guess what? You got to maximize your efforts to even get to that level. So listen to me. If you want to be successful at your church, if you want to be successful in your relationship, if you want to be successful down at the daycare center, if you want to be successful at your college, if you want to be successful on your job, guess what? It's going to take all you got in that world to become a success. I don't know why people think that if you don't want to be where somebody else at, you ain't got to put forth that effort. No, no, I wrong. You've got to put forth your maximum effort at whatever role you're trying to accomplish. Lord have mercy, man. How about today, though, y'all? How about today? Today is a good one. Let's make today today. Let's get out of that. Let's get on with it. Stop hesitating. Stop delaying. Stop procrastinating. Start today. Watch God have something to put his finger on there. And that's all you're trying to do, man. To line yourself up with God's grace, you got to put out a lot of effort so God can put his finger on something. You feel me today? I sure hope you do because I'm on one today. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here, but I am not here alone. I come to you with a group of people who are just as excited, just as enthusiastic about bringing you the morning show. Before we get started, we would like to say to you, please, please lend yourself heavily to gratitude. Start thinking about it on a daily basis, y'all. Be grateful you are here. You are getting the daily news of people not being here. And if you're still receiving the news, the fact remains that you are not the news. So I am grateful that I am not that news of the day. Thank you for life, for health, for strength, and for awareness. But most of all, thank you for gratitude. Oh, man. Let the church say amen. 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 That was an enthusiastic group. Let the church say amen. 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 Thank you very much, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Kia Spates, and Nephew Tommy. What you got, mm-hmm. Jimmy? You know, Uncle, you know, I just, I got to ask you something, Uncle. I know you've been, you know, you've been married a long time and everything. Yeah. And you got a lot of experience dealing with women and everything. Yeah. You got a lot of experience. You got way more life experience than I did. Mm-hmm. But did you ever think I some have comment- 40, 40 years of marriage. There's some conversations you just wanted to jump out the window. You don't even know why y'all talking about this. Do, do you ever have those Well, moments? see, Junior, you're not married yet, and I just want to let you know, not only will you have thoughts, you will actually jump out the window. <laughs> yeah, that that conversation is coming. Have you ever thought about jumping out the window? Let me tell you something, Junior. They're going to bring up some topics where your ass is going to go jump out the window. 
I'm talking about you ain't going to give a damn what flow you on. You ain't going to give a damn what's below. You ain't going to give a damn about oncoming traffic. You are going to jump your ass out the window. You may be on an airplane. You could yeah. be on a boat. Yeah. It ain't going to matter. You could be in a fast-moving vehicle. I've done it before. I've rolled out of a car at 60, out onto the highway. I've done it before. I just never told nobody. You won't yeah, even holler while you're doing it. You just no. do it. Yeah. No, I don't want nobody. I don't want nobody to try to save me. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna just, oh I'm gonna just get on out this window. So, yeah, yeah. If you think that when you get married, you're gonna have conversations to make you want to jump out the window. Yeah. You ever been busted by a woman before? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, we going well, there this morning? This early? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm talking to Junior, talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I didn't mean to drag up nothing in you, but you put yourself in it. I was. <laughs> well, Always. if you ever had that conversation, that's a jump out the window conversation. <laughs> yeah. <That's> a, yeah. <laughs> You've had all these, huh? <laughs> and what's yeah. bad, Junior, is when it ain't no window. It just closed up. <laughs> hey, Junior. I'm talking about run through a wall, make a window. Hey, Junior. I was sitting at a bus stop with a girl in college that I was dating. And she brought up the subject where she had busted me the last night. We were sitting at the bus stop. I stepped off in front of the bus. All right. Thank you. I was 18. I didn't know how to handle it, so just let me in. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to start the show off with Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time to start our morning off with Run That Prank Back with the Nephew. Mr. Nephew, what do you have for us? Don't, don't. You know what? I'm not Nephew today. Uh I'm Mr. Jackson, Mississippi, because that's where my mind at. My mind on that. I'm Mr. Jackson, Mississippi. Okay, just okay. Every, everybody. What's my name? Mr. Jackson, Mississippi. That's all I want to hear. That's all Nephew I want to hear. We, shut up. God, see, he don't know. It's always a hater, ain't it? God, oh, it don't take all that. For one week, I want to be Mr. Jackson, Mississippi. I can't be that. <sighs> all right, here's the prank. Run that prank back. My favorite. Socks, my favorite socks. Come on, cat dog, let's go. Hello, I'm trying to reach the Charles. Yeah, this Charles. Okay, are you the guy? Do you live in apartment? Who is this? My name Benny, man. I live in. Let me say this to you, man. This like the third time this that happened, you know. And I done got fed up with it, so I'm finna sit. We finna get hold this up, straight. Hold up, man. Wait, wait, wait. Who? Who are you again? My name Benny, man. I live in. Let's listen. Do you use the washroom on the property? Yeah, man, I use washroom. What's up? Okay, this is the third time this to happen. Last night was, was the third time, all right? Now, the first time, I, I happened to be in the washroom with you, and I come up with a shirt missing. Now, the second time was was, was uh, uh, my T-shirt, my Chicago Bulls championship T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I saw your girl with it on. Now, last night, last night was the one that drew the line. My favorite socks was missing out the dryer when whoa, I whoa, come whoa, back wait, to get wait, my stuff. Up, so I don't know what you doing, man, when you man, in this washroom. If you decide you just going to go shopping in the dryer and get what you want out of it from other people's stuff, man. But this Same ain't problem. cool. Hold up. I'm a grown man. What are you talking about shopping? I work every day. I buy my own Listen, you call me tripping by some clothes. And worse, you call me tripping by some socks? You 
I'm right. They my favorite socks. So what, what I got a problem is, what, what makes you think you can start opening up dryers, getting people's stuff out, man? Hold up. What makes you think I'm opening up? Hold up. You got the wrong one. Where you getting my number from anyway? I got your number from the leasing office. The leasing office? Because I told them I needed to. Say what? They done lost their mind giving you my number, calling me with some to buy some socks. Hey, man, they my favorite socks. And look here, I want my socks back from you, man. I'm going to say this one more time. You done lost your mind. Okay, I'm going to say this one more time. Either I'm going to get them socks, or I'm going to get that one of the two. got a plan. You say you live in five what? I live in You That's got a where plan. I live. Stay That's in I'll knock on your door in about ten minutes if it's okay with you, partner. Hey, man, it's whatever. All I know is you better bring them damn socks when you bring your around. I'm going to bring my favorite socks. You got my favorite socks. And you crying like a little about some socks? Man, the hell with you. You got my man, socks, I'm gonna man. I'm going to enjoy whipping your part. Hey, Cry man, you better socks. have shirt. You better have my Chicago Bull Championship shirt. And you better have my socks. You can't be taking people's stuff out the washroom. That's fine, partner. You got three it's called Fox shirt and a T-shirt. That's what you want. You got a woman coming for all of them. But that's fine with me, dog. But all I do, I want my socks back, man. You act like my little sister with a whole crying. What hey, man, no, don't worry about that. I, I, I better not catch you or your sister in my stuff. I'm going to tear it off. You hear me? You ain't going to tear a thing off nobody. You done lost your mind, first of all. Why don't you just head on down to the washroom so I can whoop your now? I'll meet you in the washroom right now, but you better bring my socks with you. You hear me? I'm bringing a Whooping to you, punk. I'm gonna put you inside that damn dryer and turn it on since you're stealing stuff out of it. You lost your mind. Let me tell you one thing. Hurry up, put your on. Get down to the washroom now. I'm tired of my shoes. I'm gonna call you on the phone, phone. I'm already walking that way. So now what? When you see me, you know me. No, no, when you, I already know you. Once you get busted in the head, you'll know what's going on. I wish you ain't a man enough, but I'm gonna. I, you, I'll, hey, hey, I'll tell you what. How long it's gonna take you to get your. It's going to take me about two minutes, Pop. All right, the then. And guess what else I'm bringing with what me, What you Pop? bringing now? Is, is you listening to see what I'm bringing? Man, what? This is Nephew Tommy from man, the I don't give a d- Say what, man? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> hey, Charles. This nephew Tommy from the oh, Steve Harvey Morning man. Show, man. Yo, oh, girl, man. Shandria got me to prank you, man. Man, y'all wrong. <laughs> Y'all wrong, man. I got one boot on. I'm on my way down the stairs. I'm gonna beat somebody. Come on, man. Tell me it ain't so, man. I'm talking about. I know ain't no grown man on this phone crying over no socks. Man, oh, some socks, crazy. man. Some socks. Man, some socks. Boy, you know y'all tripping. Hey, man. I got one more question, baby. What is what is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, that's easy. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Charles, I got you, man. All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Huh? The king of how did Mr. How did Mr. Jackson, Mississippi do? How did I do? <laughs> <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> for, for Mr. Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> yes. Mr. Jackson, Mississippi. That'd be me. That'd be nephew Tommy coming to your city, Jackson, Mississippi, this weekend. I am spending MLK weekend in Jackson, Mississippi. At 
The Comedy Club. Chuckles. Yes, Chuckles. I will be there. Two shows Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday. Tickets are on sale. Red now. Did you hear what I said? Nephew Tommy, quote unquote, Mr. Jackson, Mississippi, would be at Chuckles Comedy Club all weekend long. Okay, MLK weekend. So after you get through barbecuing, come on down to the club and get your laugh on with your nephew. Nephew Tommy and friends. Jackson, Mississippi, this weekend, baby. All right, tickets on sale. Red now. Stupid at its best. Shout out 107.5 WKXI. WKXI. That's that's Wakexi. That's how you say that. Wakexi. Wakexi. Again, I apologize, Jackson, Mississippi. All I know, I'm at Johnny T's hanging out. Then I'm at Chuckles. Then I'm going, food. I got to go over to Jackson State, hang out over there, just see where Prime walk around. Damn. Don't okay. try to race him. Don't try to race him. Yeah, oh, I can get him right now. Oh, now. I can get him right now. Yeah. That's my boy. Not even. Uh, I don't even. <laughs> I, <laughs> probably, <laughs> I probably can't. I probably can't. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Can <laughs> I, think, I think his wheelchair fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi, the nephew coming this weekend. Tickets on sale, baby. Yay, yay. It's going down. All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building with your love questions right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, suspects wanted in the Young Dolph murder cases are captured. Plus, Kanye West back in the news. Steve, he is going to perform for the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. We'll tell you about it uh, at the top of the hour. I know, right? I know. I already know. I know. Oh, boy. boy. But right now, it's time for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. Reporting for Love Duty, uh, this question is from um, Renata in Camden. Renata says, my husband and I had COVID last week and I quarantined, but he went to work because he doesn't have contact with the public. Last week, uh, his supervisor called to see when he'd return to work because she called him and uh, he hasn't returned any of her calls. He was going somewhere daily, but uh, besides work. So I put his COVID status on Facebook and now he's mad. I think we're even, but he swears he was at work. Was I wrong for doing that? Whoa. Wait hmm. a minute. Did you have you skipped something, lady? Did she leave something out the story? <laughs> Your husband hmm. says he was going to work every day because he don't have to have social contact. His boss called saying he ain't been at work. You take his COVID status and put it on Facebook. Was I wrong for that? <laughs> what? What happened to where the hell you been? Uh-huh. Hmm. Why wasn't you at work? Where all that at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think me putting his COVID status on Facebook was wrong for that? I think I think you I think you're missing a lot of information. I don't think the problem is he not telling people he got COVID. I don't think that's the problem. And if I have to tell you what the problem is after reading this letter, this question on the air then you have another problem, and I'm not going to be able to solve it in the CLO segment. Next question, Shirley. All right, moving hmm. on. Mary in Virginia Beach says, I'm We're not married. doing this in 2022. <laughs> I done told y'all. Come on, Judge 2022, because I'm a judge now. Yes. So your tolerance level is uh-huh. low. It's very low. Zero. <laughs> 
Mary in Virginia Beach says, I'm married in my late 50s and I'm having an affair with an older man that lives down the street from my house. I walk in the neighborhood a few days a week and I stop by to see him while I'm out. All he wants to do is kiss and uh, caress me, but I'm ready for more than that. He told me we're not ready to go all the way just yet. Does this mean he's not that into me? No, that don't mean that at all. See, if you in your late 50s, and you're having an affair with a man down the street. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you something. Is it an affair because he's married? Is it an affair because you're married? Because I, I thought an affair meant one of you all were. She's married a, for sure. She didn't she's married that. for sure. Yeah, he didn't. She didn't. She, she just said, said I'm he was married. an older man that lives down the street. Oh, she, she said I'm married. Oh, that's the first thing. Yeah, she yeah, said. she's. Married. Oh, I'm. Mar- I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah, oh, she's married. Oh, I'm married. Oh, okay, okay. Well, a couple of things could be happening. Since you in your late fifties, he could be in his late fifties, early sixties, and that could be a situation where he really is trying to figure you out, uh, trying to assess the danger because he know you married. And you all for a walk. He trying to make sure ain't nobody going to walk up, roll up on him. Uh, Or secondly, you know, he got to get a couple things together, you know. That could be medicine involved here. I knew it. Uh uh, it. Apparatuses (laughs) involved here. You know, maybe he need an hour, you know, advance warning that you come in. You know, a lot of things can be happening right here. So, you know, you ready to go all the way. You know, you can take your little hot at home, what you need to do. Because you don't want to be messed up into this season pro right here. Now, this season pro got to assess the situation. So those are the things that I would be worried about. And just keep stopping by there. Eventually, he going to time it just right and everything will flow. Got it. She's right down got the it. street. Yeah. Her husband. Okay. See, okay. You, you need to move further down the street. Yeah. So he can see you coming up the street and right. get more time. But that right down the street, that ain't enough time. (laughs) Too much. All right, moving on to Belinda in Minneapolis. Belinda writes, I'm a single parent of a 21-year-old and an 18-year-old. My children and I share a car, and I trust that they will take care of it. I usually have to clean it out myself, and I was very upset to find a condom wrapper under my driver's seat. My son is 21 and swears it's not his. My 18-year-old daughter says it doesn't belong to her. Should I stop allowing them to use my car? Hmm. Well, ma'am, I can't tell you what to do. I've never been in this situation before. Uh, My father never shared a damn thing with us. (laughs) Car, hammer, you know, house shoes. TV, water jar in the refrigerator. He's never shared anything with us. So your parent, your parenting skills are far. You at a high level of parenting skill. I didn't have a daddy that shared nothing with me, so I don't know what you're talking about. It belongs to the boy. You and I both know it belongs to the damn boy. Mm. Mm. Okay. Now, there's an outside possibility that it belongs to the girl, but I doubt it. It belongs to that damn boy. You and I both know it. Now, you could just point it out and tell him he can't use the car for the next month. And you'll discover that there won't be any condoms in your car for a month. 
Now, if you allow him back into the condom more, then you can start looking for condoms again. There but you know good hell well that yeah. condom belonged to that damn boy. <laughs> Let's stop this. Next question, sure. All right. Connie in Las Vegas says, for my 50th birthday last year, I took some implied new pictures. All of my important goodies are covered up, and I'm in my natural state of beauty. I want to put one of the pictures in the basement over the bar and the other one in my sitting room in our bedroom. My husband said they're too revealing and won't let me put them up. Does he get the final say on this matter? Hell yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I <laughs> do. You know, if you're going to have people over. Right. <laughs> you know, if you're going to have people over, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that's why he don't want them up. Where did this all of a sudden, this... This need to be seen come from in your fifties. For her you know, 50th I, birthday. You know, you're probably nice looking and everything, and congratulations. But your husband don't want your bub. Your, your that's a public place. Now, if y'all want to put it up in your bedroom, mm-hmm. maybe that would be okay. But if you want to put it up, pu- huh? She does want to put one in her bedroom. But she want to put one over the bar. And the last thing you need is his friends downstairs drinking. Looking right. over the top of that glass with their eyes. <laughs> you know, you know, you know how you make your eyes just look over the top of that glass yeah. while they're drinking. Yeah, right now. In his other hand, you can't see it. That's what you don't want downstairs. Your wife on that wow, boy. Woo! <laughs> and then your face, and then the, your face gonna be covered in first question. Man, who the hell is this thing right here? Exactly. Uh. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment, news, and trending headlines right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so today is Founders Day for the ladies of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Congratulations. Right. Delta Sigma Theta. Yeah. <laughs> Deltas. What's up, Mississippi yeah. Monica? Mississippi Happy Monica. <laughs> you got to pyramid up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so congratulations, Monica. Uh, to the and fine, all the fine Delta. sisters of Delta Sigma Theta. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Look at what God made you. I never seen it. Never thought that I found. But I looked up and I fell in love with a girl like an elephant. I was sitting there looking. I can't do that poem on the air. I no, you can't. I'm looking can't. at you. I like, tried to think of a chant in my head. Right yeah, I can't go. That's the one I can't do. I'm sorry. I know it's early, but uh, Ooh, <laughs> gather yourself. But them deltas, boy, Lord have mercy. Yeah. Good God, they were fine. Yes, they were. All right. Oh, man. And, and a, a really, really, really dedicated organization of women. They do so much philanthropic work, yeah. as do all of them. But them yeah. Deltas is out there in the forefront, man, and getting some things done out there. So congratulations to the uh, Delta Sigma Theta. Uh, all my Kim daughters are Deltas. Oh, Kim Woodley's a Delta, too. Uh-huh. Right, sure. right. Love all my daughters are Deltas. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, all right. All right, in other trending entertainment news, Kanye West's oversized ego is about to inflate even more. Uh, Check this out, Steve. Now, Kanye has arranged a meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin, and uh, (laughs) he wants to perform in Moscow. Kanye plans to invite Putin to attend the Sunday service uh, gospel concert as a special guest. 
The show will likely be held at the sports venue that hosted the 1980 Summer Olympics. Uh, this trip, of course, is going to be problematic. Uh, the U.S. Department of State advises um, do not travel to Russia. Is, is, is he reading the news? Does he no. know what's happening wait, wait, with Ukraine no. right now? Let, let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, you got to uh. hear what his lawyer says. Putin has amassed troops on the border of Ukraine and threatened to invade uh, invade um, the Ukraine. Kanye's lawyer told Billboard that Kanye knows what's going on more than the average human being. It's nothing against the U.S. or to cause conflicts, but yay is yay, and he can't be controlled. Okay. So if yay gets oh, that, stuck so, over there. <laughs> well, see, okay. that's, well, that's where the problem is. Yay is yay. This is his lawyer talking, and mm-hmm. yay can't be controlled. Somebody see that's that's see that's the problem, man. When you yeah. ain't got nobody in your camp that can tell you nothing, I'm telling you that's a major problem. You have to have somebody willing to stand up and go, "Hey, man, you're not doing that," right. because all and it can start with his lawyer. Because first of all, you got to get some paperwork to go to Russia and perform. You got to get some paperwork. Kanye don't know how to fill out paperwork. I'm going to tell you that right now. So he has people who aid and obey a lot of these dumbass decisions. You got no, first of all, Putin don't give a damn about you because Putin don't give a damn about nothing. Russia don't give a damn about America. Now you finna find out. You, you look, Dennis Rodman took his dumb ass over there to North Korea. Why would you go over there? You know, listen, man. Dictatorship country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kanye, yay is yay. This is his lawyer. And the law ain't got nothing to do with this. The law ain't told Kanye to do this. Yeah. Please do that. Yeah. Bro, this ain't the move. But go ahead though, because see, that's once again your ego get in the way. Think you mm-hmm. bigger than all of it. And, and, and I'm not so sure if this is m- to try to spread the gospel more it mm-hmm. is than to try to spread Yeezy. Mm-hmm. The gospel Yay, is spread. Okay. Because the you know, man. Is well, you can <laughs> I love that quote. His lawyer said he knows what's going on more than the average human being. It's no, nothing against the U.S. or to cause mm. conflicts, but yay is yay, and he can't be controlled. controlled. He can't be controlled. <laughs> but but the, but but I'm telling you, you you can get your ass controlled when you get into that international stuff, dog. In a, in a way with a prop a country that has a problem right now. Do yeah. you know that they're talking about putting sanctions on Russia right now? Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this? Bro. And they don't, and, and, and they okay. don't even have a stadium for him to stay at. They don't even have that for him. <laughs> Dog, I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what. Go and take your ass over there. Go ahead. Yeah, but don't You're call us. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, and Go the ahead. other day, Kanye had dinner with uh, Antonio Brown the other day. Yeah, he did. No, mm, no, don't that ass it off. You have got to be lying. Yeah. Don't yeah. that yeah. ass it off. Yes. Kanye yes. had dinner that. with Antonio Brown. Yes, he did. Yes, when he you did. get in this much trouble, and that's your go-to. <laughs> that's your dinner, buddy. <laughs> in fact, conversation okay, came okay. Up over dinner. What they talking about at dinner, dog? <laughs> I'm going to Russia. Go ahead. <laughs> I got your back. <laughs> can I go? Yeah. Hey, can you start a football team in Russia when you get over there? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy conversation. This is craziness. Uh-uh. It is. All right. That's amazing. That's a lot. Yeah, I didn't know him and uh, Antonio had dinner. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said they're going to do some studio work together. They right. probably got the same doctor. Hey. 
But dog, I mean, I'm, I'm I, I heard uh, I heard Antonio's uh, from the pit Song. to the palace uh-huh. or like something it. like that. I heard that. You like yeah. it? Liked it. Mm-hmm. What did, What was he talking about? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Look, I was trying to like it, but dog, I was trying to figure out if maybe this could be a lateral movement from the NFL to rap. Right. I, I had no concept of what he was talking about in this song. <laughs> Who's right. he on the phone with in this song? Who's that talking? Right. <laughs> All right, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, some trending voting rights news. We'll do that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. On Tuesday, President Biden and Vice President Harris were in Atlanta, and they paid their respects to the wreath, uh, at the wreath, I should say, laying at the crypt of Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King before he delivered his speech on the freedom to vote and the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. The president said he's tired of being quiet. Take a listen. Debate them. Vote. Let the majority prevail. And if that bare minimum is blocked, we have no option but to change the Senate rules, including getting rid of the filibuster for this. He was upset on this speech. It was pretty fiery. The filibuster requires 60 votes to advance legislation. Democrats hold a majority in the 50-50 Senate, and Vice President Harris can break that tie. However, some voting rights groups in Atlanta boycotted President Biden's speech because they want action and others questioned why Georgia governor candidate uh, Stacey Abrams skipped the president's speech. The president said that he and Stacey Abrams are on the same page and it was just a scheduling conflict. Uh, So, you know, we're we're just saying, please go to whenweallvote.org and register to vote. You can do that on this MLK Day weekend. Man, they, they, they are doing Anything. everything to suppress mm-hmm. this vote. Yeah. And yes. you have to understand, what they're trying to do is make sure that the minority can rule the majority. There are far more people that are non-conservatives than that are. So the conservatives are doing everything in their power to gain control. That's why you will not get rid of the electoral college vote. They will not allow you to get rid of the filibuster. They are making all these laws. They're trying to shorten the window for uh, absentee uh, ballot voting. They're trying to make it more difficult with variations of ID. They're trying to shorten polling times. They're closing polling stations. They're doing everything in their power to dishearten and discredit voters who are not conservative. This country is in a sad, sad state when it comes to how we elect a body because the minority wants to control the majority. Right. And this is an election year, uh. too. So, But what's up with Manchin in Virginia, the Democrats? I'm, I'm explaining something to you. That, that here's the deal. Is he a- That's a ploy. <laughs> he is heavily funded by the Republican Party. He is a ploy. He's not a Democrat. He don't ever vote for Democratic Mm -hmm. stuff. No. He says he's a Democrat to get the Democratic vote in uh, 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 West Virginia. But then all the conservatives going to vote for him because they know in secret that he's really a conservative. And then the Democrats vote for him because he's a Democrat. So he keeps getting reelected. But he's a plant. He's really a Republican. He's not a Democrat at all. We stop thinking that. He exposed. 
Mm. All right, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour. Thanks for breaking that down, Steve. We're going to check your voicemail right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time to check Steve's voicemail, see what the people are talking about, Steve. If you want to leave Steve a message, call him at 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. Steve, our caller from Texas is back. Mr. Harvey, this is your friend down here in the Panhandle. Me and my wife is sitting here watching Harvey's court. You's a damn fool. Boy, look at him. We watch you, uh, you just give away $5,000 to the woman to go have her and her girlfriends a trip. Miss Harvey, you're a good man, and we love you. And uh, well, I'm the one that said you ought to be president. Come on, Mr. Harvey. Step up, get the role of President Harvey. Later on, my friend. Hey man, I want y'all to know, man, that he is now my new favorite fan. Yes, I love the way he talk. He is my dude, man. I want to thank you, man. I'm gonna just call him Mr. Panhandle because he don't leave his name or nothing. Hey man, thank you, man. And uh, I'm taking it into consideration. I'm still a little bit nervous about running for president because. Uh, really, I just don't really know how I'm going to do that without cussing and, and uh, closing all debates. I, it, I just change the dynamics of the presidency too much. Uh, I'm not going to wear that dead-ass uh, navy blue suit every day with that damn red tie. I'm not going to do that. There's a lot of stuff ain't going to happen with me. So, partner, I, you know, I don't like that little flag pin on my lapel. I'm not going to do that. It's just too many things I'm not going to do as president. And I'm not reading all that damn legislation paperwork come across my desk. So Trump we got to do something else. Uh-uh. He didn't read uh-uh. nothing. He didn't want to okay, read cool. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So I ain't got to do that? Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. It, uh, here's, a, here's a call from Canada. Let's see. Good morning, family. Good morning, Steve. I just want to say this is your global girl from Toronto, Canada. It's Yasmin. I have been listening for the last five years. Loyal listener. In particular, I love those strawberry letters. I just be shaking my head saying, doggy, are these people for real? (laughs) It's just hilarious. And then 10 minutes before the program ends, I love to hear the motivation for today. And that is one of the highlights of my day. I take that with me. I share it with everyone that I come in contact with. I tell other people to listen. God bless y'all for getting up every day and doing your thing. Peace, love, and joy. Ooh, she's sexy. I want to go to Toronto. Yeah. When can we go to Canada? Okay. (laughs) Okay, what? Peace, love, and joy. I just appreciate it as a fan. Don't let them voices throw you, dog. Oh, I've dated a voice before. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that work out for you? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I blind dated a voice before. Oh, <laughs> Lord. I was sitting across that table trying to figure out how can I go home. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy, man. Still had the voice, man. Did not add up, though. I was going. Oh, Jesus. Wow. How could something so fine 
man. Come from this <laughs> person that's sitting across. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. I had a beautiful one. I'm talking about, I'm, I'm seriously, man. I was about 22. I'd met this girl over the phone. Uh, another girl had introduced. It was a blind date. We talked over the phone, man. Whoo, about, about four, five days. Man, the vision I had of this girl. Boy, when we met, good Lord Jesus. I was sick. Mm. I was what did you I think was, she looked like, according to her voice? I thought I was probably going to be sitting with Janet Jackson, maybe, <laughs> you know, Hallie. You know, Hallie. I thought maybe I'd be over there. And I, I wore my best because I had to be in my best because I didn't have a lot then, so I had to get my game up. And uh, when I was sitting, I actually, and I kid you not, there was at one point I thought I was talking to a man. Okay. Uh, thank you for your voicemails. If you want to leave one for yeah. Steve, 877-29-STEVE. We yeah. got the nephew and the for prank phone minutes, call. I actually thought I was talking to a man. Coming up next. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, she only wants to be a baby mama. We'll get into that in just a little bit because right now the nephew is here who? with today's prank who? phone call. Who you Who you say? The nephew. You know your name. What? What's the problem? What? Yeah. What Did I this say week wrong? I am Mr. Jackson, Mississippi. That's who I am this week. I have to have my mind right on where I'm going. But anyway, cat dog, this one right here is garnish your wages. Garnish your wages. You've had it done before. We all have. Here we go. No, we haven't. <laughs> Hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, place. Message caller. My name is uh, from the district attorney's office. Yes. Uh, hi, how are you? Uh, giving you a call today, ma'am. Trying to get some updates from you. Your husband, Mr. Is he uh, still not working at this point? No, sir. Okay. Uh, how long has he been out of work so far, ma'am? Could you could you give me an update on this? First of the year, January. Okay. All right. Here's what we're having, the problems that we're having. You have a son. Um, I think it's uh, his name is as well. 14 years old, am I right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The child support is not being paid from uh, Mr. for the uh, for Mr. Young and we're trying to get this thing rectified. Now, the problem that we're going to have and the reason why we're giving you a call is considering that your, your husband hasn't worked since the first of the year and I haven't done the research yet, I'm just, mm-hmm. now, I'm just now pulling up your file. I haven't done the research to see how many months in the rears he is on child support. But... It, it just started once um, he lost his job. Okay. Well, <clears throat> the problem that we're, we're going to have is they're going to start taking uh, child support actually and, and I hate to give you this news out of your check. Until, I, don't, I don't understand how that's so, because I have my own kids. So I, I don't understand that. I understand, but they're going to be garnishing your check, ma'am, uh, until this, until your husband can get this thing back on his feet and get it rectified and get him uh, up to par as far as all the payments that are hurt, that are not. And there. when will this be taking place? Because if that's the case, I'm not going to be working. Because <laughs> that's not going to happen. I have my own children, so I don't understand how that's so. I don't, I don't have anything to do with child support or anything like that. And if that's the case, I'm not going to be working as of right now. The garnishing of the check is going to come from you. And you are at the hospital, correct? No. That's not that's not where you work? I don't, I'm don't. i not going to be working as of right now. <laughs> that's what I just told you. 
So y'all do whatever you got to do, and I'll do whatever I have to do on my end, okay? Oh, hold on a minute. You're willing to quit your job? I'm not understanding this. this... You're sure why? Because I'm, I'm not going to be taking care of someone else's kids, and I have my own. So how? That's right. So somebody else can take care of my eyes then. Because I'm not going to be doing it. You're so right. All right. Well, I mean, I'm just, you know, don't, I don't want you to be who, upset who with me. you? I, I mean, don't want you to be I upset with me. I can be able to contact you. Okay. You, you know, I'm going to let, I'm going to let you know this. It's a bit of information. You're mm-hmm. still going to, if, if you're quitting your job, ma'am, you guys are still going to be liable for the child support. Okay. Well, that's fine. Not you guys, because it's not my children, sir. Okay, it's not you guys. It's he will be liable. Okay, because okay? I don't. I mean, can I step? Can you hold one moment because I need to step outside. If that's okay, or if there's a number, I can contact you back. Okay, are you able to step outside right now? Um, yes, but I'm gonna get on the elevator and it's gonna kind of throw the call off. Okay, let's do this. Why don't you step outside? And, and I'll wait for you to call. Give me about forty-five seconds, but I'm gonna give a call to my manager on this situation. Okay. Please do, sir. Okay. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh-huh. Hello. Okay, Miss. Yes, sir. Hi, again from the district okay. attorney's office. Okay, you can hear me now. Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am, I sure can. Now, let's get to the bottom of everything. I couldn't get my manager on the phone, but mm-hmm. uh, I'll keep trying. I just want to know. Um, I mean, that, that's I'm just a mess- messenger mean, letting you know. You know. I, hate, I know you are, and I hate to be so short with you, but I don't understand because we're not even getting enough income coming in as of right now, and you're speaking of. I have three children that I'm struggling to take care of on my own and find somebody from the district or something. But, um, and you're speaking of that you're going to be deducting money from Gunna Shin, my check for his child support. What's your something? What's your name? Man, who's is, is there someone else I need to speak with? No, we're on the phone. I, I that's my sister taking care of some business. What part of the district attorney? County, ma'am. Yeah. On the line from the Office of Child Support Service. She works with the Office of Child Support Service. Okay, okay. may I speak with your sister? Let me speak with your sister, ma'am. So, what do you, I mean, how is this going to be done? Because that's not going to leave me any cash to be able to support my own kids. Well, I mean, in my own home. I I understand that. You know, maybe this is a problem with having a person hanging around. It's not a person because has raised his feet about his kids all their life. This is a jealous mother that decided after 18 years that she wanted to... Uh, oh, what, in the, what in the hell is going on with those people in the background? Hello? This nephew Tommy, it didn't hit the fan. She went off. No, I couldn't get her to go out, but her sister was there. Don't say nothing to him, made her get off the phone. So I need you to call on three ways. They was calling somebody. They probably was calling downtown, going to get themselves in more trouble. Okay, hold on a minute. I'll call you back, honey. What's wrong? I'll call you back, honey. I'll tell you about it. No, you won't. You're going to talk to her right now. Who the Who is this? I told you you're going to pay this child support, not me. Get your life. Get the best way you can. He's talking to me. Call me. I'm gonna pay this house for you. Pay it. Come on, make it. You gonna make me? You gonna make me whip your behind this money? Tell him you will find out who he is. You wanna? You wanna talk to my lawyer? Yeah, I wanna. Where's your? You don't have a lawyer. You know well you don't have one. Why don't y'all? Whoever, however you got my number, honey. This some process. They have to go through for your job. Has been gone. We have to go to court first. Lose the case. 
Who is this? This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yo, just got <laughs> pranked by my baby. Man, I'm gonna cut y'all. I gotta ask, I gotta ask all y'all something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Come on, baby. You know what it is. Steve Harvey Martin Show. Come on, T. Come on, man. That's how you do it, baby. Hey, man, can I ask you a question, Tommy? Sure. When it's all over for you and it's been said and done, I'm anticipating that's decades from now. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it'll be decades from now. Okay. On your on your obituary or at the funeral, what do you want people to say about you? Ah, well, you know, the first 30 minutes, we're going to run pranks. The first 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. At the service? Of your funeral. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. We're gonna run oh, we going pranks. out with laughter. And then... I love that. And then I'm going to prank somebody. Even though I'm gone, I'm going to prank somebody before I leave. You know what I'm saying? Here's here what I mean, you it's ought gonna... to do, Tommy. Okay. This would be the ultimate prank. Run some pranks at your funeral. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to walk by like I'm viewing the body, which is you. Uh-huh. As soon as I walk off, you just stand up. <laughs> Everybody Y'all just got here. pranked. <laughs> right there. Whole church right there. You play way too much. I like that, though. Had a whole funeral home involved in it, everything, boy. Yeah, yeah, that'll be the ultimate wall right there. Yeah. What? But I don't I know who you're going to say it to, because as soon as you sit up, you're going to clear the black folk out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we out of there. <laughs> Mississippi, here I come, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up. At the top of the hour, the strawberry letter, she only wants to be a baby mama is the subject. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. We could be reading your letter. Live on the air, just like we're going to do this one right here, right now. And you never know. It could be yours. You never know. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Subject, she only wants to be a baby mama. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 33-year-old single woman, and my longtime friend has two children by my brother. He's a business owner, and he's in several civic organizations in our city. From the outside looking in, it looks like his life is in order, but it's not. He's been going through ups and downs with my friend for many years. My friend is in love with the lifestyle my brother gives her, but she does not want to settle down and marry him. She has the best of both worlds because he loves her enough to let her do whatever she wants to do. She's been on vacation since New Year's Day when she flew to Tulum with her sisters. I have been helping my brother take care of their daughters, ages five and seven, and it's not my responsibility 
but I love my nieces to pieces. I've called my friend several times on FaceTime when I'm with her daughters, and she doesn't answer or call back. My brother told me that she is up to something because she hasn't posted any pictures on her social media. That's odd, because my friend is always posting pictures of her great body and beautiful surroundings. I took this opportunity to tell my brother that he should give my friend back to the streets because she's happy just being a baby mama. She's the it girl in our city, and she knows she can have anyone she wants, but she hangs on to my brother for financial security. My brother is almost 40, and he told me that he wants to get married and raise his girls in a two-parent household, but my friend told him she's too young to get married. I would love to tell my friend to stop playing with my brother's heart, but I don't want to get into the middle of this big mess. What do I say when my brother asks for my advice again? Huh? No, I just said wow. That's all. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I mean, listen, I I know you love your brother, and I know you love your nieces. Like you said, you love your nieces to pieces. I mean, you can give him your opinion. He asked. So tell him what you think. You're kind of in it anyway because it's your friend, and, and you know what's going on with them. He'll probably do what he wants to anyway, but at least he'll know your thoughts on this situation. Um, say what you got to say, then stay out of it. I mean, you know, and he knows that his baby mama is trifling and irresponsible. He still loves her, um, but he definitely needs to move on with his life if this is all he can get and he wants more. If he can get joint or full custody of their kids, I think that's a start to having a happy and stable life. Um, He wants this for himself and especially for his girls. He then won't have to finance her lifestyle like like he's doing now either. Um, So you should tell him not to worry about baby mama. She is who she is and she isn't going to change right now. He, on the other hand, when he gets out of this mess, if he gets out of this mess, he can very well meet someone else, start a new family with them and the kids. I say life is short, and he deserves to to have the love and the life he chooses, and that's what you should tell him. Steve? You know, (coughs) this letter um, has a couple of things in it uh, that most of us don't like. Uh, This lady who's writing the letter has a longtime friend that's got two children by her brother. Now, she says that he's a business owner, And he's in several civic organizations in our city. See, listen to that line right there. He's in several civic organizations in our city. I'm telling y'all right now without knowing this, this is a small town letter right here. This is a small town letter right here. This ain't nobody writing from D.C. or, you know, New York. You know, this ain't nobody in L.A. This ain't Atlanta. This is a small town letter. He's in several civic organizations in our city. What the hell did that mean? You know, from the outside looking in, it seems like his life is in order, but he's not. Uh, He's been going through the ups and downs with her friends for a lot of years, for many years, for many years. Keep note of that. My friend is in love with the lifestyle that my brother gives her, but she does not want to settle down and marry him. No. You know why? Because she running game. And that's all this is from here on out. And it's a shame that your brother don't see it. She's got the best of both worlds because he loves her enough to let her to do whatever she wants to do. She's been on vacation since New Year's Day when she flew to Tullum 
with her sisters. Where is Tulum? Anybody? Tulum. No idea. Mexico. Tulum. Tulum in Mexico. Well, seeing as how, you know, God has blessed me to be able to travel the world. I'm not familiar with it. It's obviously not a big ball of shot caller place because I would have heard from my friends by now. So now, once again, we're going back to this a small town ass letter. Now, she down there with her sisters. And now you've been helping your brother take care of the daughters who's five and seven, and it ain't your responsibility, but you love them to pieces, and you call your friend a bunch of times on FaceTime when I'm with her daughters, and she don't answer or call back. My brother told me she's up to something because she ain't posted any pictures on her social media, and that's odd because my friend is always posting pictures of her great body and beautiful surroundings. That's it in a nutshell. You said it. She from a small town, but she got a great body. Your brother is sprung and snapped over the fact that he got one of the baddest chicks in town with the bad body. That's all this is. After that is ignorance. We'll get into that when I come back. Uh, We'll have part two coming up at uh, 23 minutes after the hour of today's Strawberry Letter's subject is she only wants to be a baby mama. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, she only wants to be a baby mama. Uh, This letter right here, I finally got to the crux of what's going on here. (laughs) She only want to be a baby mama. This woman that wrote the letter has a girlfriend, her best friend, who's been dating her brother for many years. She has two children, daughters five and seven. The man wants more, but the girl don't want to be more to him uh, because she likes lifestyle. He's a business owner, and he's in several civic organizations in our town, whatever that means. Uh, So that means, you know, he's... You know, I don't know. You got some fake titles. That's what that means. Fake titles. <laughs> Sitting on the board. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> anyway, so now, uh, come to find out that uh, she done been in uh, Mexico since uh, she done been in New Mexico since New Year's Day, and the friend has been helping take care of their kids, which is five and seven, helping her brother out. But she loves them to pieces because there's her nieces. So. But every time she FaceTimed the girl with her daughter, she don't answer the phone or pick up. Your brother said that she thinks she up to something because she ain't posted any pictures on her social media. Okay. That's odd because my friend is always posting pictures of her great body and beautiful surroundings. That's where we left off in the letter. Great body and beautiful surroundings. She likes to flex when it's time to flex to show her lifestyle, but really to show her great body. And that's what your brother is sprung on in this small town letter, that he got this bad chick with these two kids, and he he just overjoyed with that, but he ain't looking at the facts. Then the lady said, I took this opportunity to tell my brother that he should give my friend back to the streets. Uh Uh-oh. So that's where we got her from then, huh? You got her from the streets. He done told you you need to give her back to the streets because she's happy just being a baby mama. 
She's the it girl in our city. Right there. Now, right, once again, we into a small town letter. Because who do you know, ladies, gentlemen, that's the it girl in they city unless you in a real small-ass town? Because who's the it girl in New York? Who the it girl in L.A.? Who the it girl in Atlanta? Who the it girl in D.C.? Who the it girl in Detroit? You can't be the it girl in no big-ass city. Because the moment you think you it, hold up, look who just walked in. And the moment you think you it, hold up, look over there. (laughs) On any given night, you could not be the it girl in the big city. But in a small city, you can be the it girl all the time. All right, now, she knows she can have anyone she wants, but she hangs on to my brother for financial security. My brother's almost 40, and he told me that he wants to get married and raise his girls in a two-parent household, but my friend told him she's too young to get married. Really? You wasn't too young to have all these babies. Uh Uh-uh. But now you too young to get married. You ain't too young to go on vacation since New Year's Eve. You ain't too young to take this check and spend it. You ain't too young to post videos. You ain't too young to know that you too young. Lady, get out of here. I would love to tell my friend to stop playing with my brother's heart, but I don't want to get into this middle of this big mess. What do I say when my brother asks for advice again? Shirley hit it on the head. Tell your brother. Listen to me. You know she ain't about nothing. You wasting your money on this girl. And since he a business owner and he belongs to several civic organizations, let's share a couple of facts with him. Number one, you've never been married, so you owe this woman no alimony. You from a small town, so you ain't in L.A. where there's this, uh, you know, laws that they have where you've been uh, together for a while, you automatically get nothing. Common law, community property, ain't none of that in place. So you don't owe this woman no uh, lifestyle. She's refused to get married. She's told you that. You've got evidence. So now all you got to do is pay child support. Child support, which you're going to pay anyway. But see, right now you're paying child support and spousal support. But you ain't getting the spouse. So I would just break it down to child support. You're going to quit playing me. And I'm not going to force her hand like we either get married or I'm going to cut you off. I'm not finna do that. I'm finna just cut you off. And because you a businessman, get on a plane and go somewhere else. And you will find out that the it girl really ain't it. Mm. And you can put sugar honey on top of that. Okay, okay. (laughs) You can find out really quickly that little Miss It really ain't it. Yeah. Take a car ride. Get on a plane. It is everywhere. And it is looking to get married. And it wants to have a family. And it would support your lifestyle. That's what it would do. But no, you ain't got it. You ain't got sugar honey it. Okay. See, that's what the problem is. Hello. I told you in 2022 what I was going to do with these letters from now on. Boy, yeah. yeah. Boy, you, you pointed today. You See, true to I'm it. pointed. You stay true to it today. What did you say sure. I was supposed to be, Shirley? Point. Poignant. <laughs> Not finna do that. Pointed. <laughs> All right, listen, we gotta get I out of here. I pointed at her and I told her that she wasn't sugar, honey, it. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast Ooh, on wonderful. demand.
Coming up at 46 minutes after, <laughs> Sports Talk with Junior. <laughs> right you know, Shirley, ever since I became a judge. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go. It's time for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Well, I want to say a special shout out, man, because Clay Thompson, I don't know if you saw this, but Clay Thompson, after two years of missing from the NBA, is back, man. Came back. Welcome back, Clay. One of the best shooters I've seen. I mean, he's right next to Steph. Steph might be a better shooter, but I'm telling you, he can, he can knock him down too, man. He came back with 17 points against the Cavaliers. I know Uncle, hmm. you don't really care for that, but he is back, no, man, no. just working back. Also, but, man, but other in, in, in under 20 minutes, though. Yeah, in under 20 minutes. So he, he coming back at the and, right time. He, dunked on two people. Hey, man, he looking good. I'm just glad to see him back, man. He's a really good guy, man. After after having tan his eight, uh, what is it, his Achilles and broken leg. So that's what? two years. You remember he broke his leg, then he came back, and then he tore his Achilles. So he, that's how he's been missing all this time. So He tore his Achilles? Yeah, that's where he, that's where he's coming back from. I Achilles. thought it was yeah. a knee injury. My bad. No, it was his Achilles. But he's back, though, so that's good, man. I'm glad he's back. Also, in other sports news, just want y'all to know, they've been firing head coaches. Lord have mercy. It's some hard days right now. Yeah, they've been letting them go. Oh, my gosh. All right. Hey, first start off, New York Giants. Joe Judge, we praying for you, Joe. Joe Judge is out of there. We praying for you. Yeah, he the also, one judge that ain't make it this year. <laughs> yeah. Judge, yeah. Judge, judge Steve winning. Joe Judge yeah. is out. <laughs> also, we got... Chicago Bears. Hey, hold your head up, Matt Nagy. They let you go. You out of there. Hold your head up. Wow. Everybody yeah. saw that coming. Mike Zimmer, Minnesota Vikings. Hold your head up, Mike. You did your best. Woo, gone. Yeah. Gone. He out of there. And this is the one that bothered me, though, man. And I don't understand this one. This is the one that bothered me. Miami Dolphins, they let go of Brian Flores, man. I couldn't believe Why they let him go? I have no idea. He, he won started. all the dog. He started the season off wrong, won all them games in a row, turned yeah. to Tulu, Tugaloo or whatever his name is. In the... we can't, what? You can't say it. Yeah, man, they let him go, man. After, after Why they the let him go? We, he was turning the franchise around. I have no He's idea. He's a brother, too. He's a black guy. Yeah, he's a brother, right? too. Yeah, in Miami. And don't understand what that do. was about. I, I just hate that for him, bro. I mean, I feel he'll get another job, though. Just the, the disproportion between hiring black coaches. Like, we really want more black coaches, man. They really need that. You just not getting concerned about that? No, nah, I'm just saying, because every year we know some coaches from somewhere, they're going to pull another one out, and we don't know nothing about him. But you're going to let Brian Flores go after he turned the franchise around, and he can't get another job. How many seasons he got to wait to get another job? Mm. Remember last year it was Anthony Lynn. They let him go from the Chargers. Man, that, that, it just be crazy, man. So we're mm. gonna see what's gonna happen. We're gonna see you do hiring. Welcome to America. All right, thank you, Junior. Coming up mm. at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, we recently talked about Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian. Um, you know, him cheating on her and having a uh, a love child and the whole scandal behind that. Tristan apologized to Chloe for his infidelity. And we all know that Chloe is not uh, the only woman dealing with the cheater. We found a list of some most common reasons women stay with cheaters. And let's see if you agree. Or is it true once a cheater, always a cheater? Here we go. First of all, women stay because they think love will conquer all. 
you know, yeah, love can true. make people do crazy yeah. things. What you think? Yeah. I mean, you stay with somebody because you're in love with them, you know. You, yep. You know, that, that happens. Mm-hmm. True statement. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Okay. Some women simply say, I, I believe in forgiveness and I love him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, when they talk about black women, that come with some other stuff, too. Extra, you know that. I'm gonna forgive you, but you're gonna, but you're gonna spend several years on your stomach crawling to me. Here's another reason uh, women stay with men who cheat, because women don't like to fail at love. They'll try to work at the relationship, save it, no matter how high the stakes are. They may have kids. Um, You know, they've invested time, money. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's big true. A lot of people think that since I've invested this time, I don't want to consider it as wasted time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to get some more of what you've been getting, why would you stay in that? Mm-hmm. Now, if okay. things change, that's something else. But if it's more of the same, if you want, like I've invested 10 years in this relationship, I don't want mm-hmm. it to go away. But mm-hmm. if for the next 10 years, he's still going to be doing the same thing to you. Do you want the next 10 years to be like the prior 10 years? That would, You have to answer that question. There Hello. You there you go. How you want it? All right. All right. Break it All down. Right, who's chiming in? Uh-oh. Uh, another reason women stay with men who Hell cheat is because what, of... What the uh-oh mean? What that means? Uh-huh. Ready because, to know what it means. Just come because they way. usually the know that your thoughts come from a lot more ignorant place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he knows. It shocks them when it... <laughs> when you become your the TV personality shows up, it scares us. Because right. we ain't been getting him for 20 years on the radio. So sorry. Right. And now we're ready to love. He's brand new. Yeah, we first, it's very rare when we see your two uh, genres uh, intersect, the radio and the TV guy. <laughs> Hello. Break it all the way down, Steve. All right, another reason women stay with men who cheat on them is because of low self-esteem. Women who have That's low big. self-esteem, low confidence and worth devalue themselves. That's they big. don't love themselves enough. That's true. What else they got? Money. Let's get to the number one reason. <laughs> uh, here it is. He's my baby daddy. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's the father of my children. That don't make you stay. They don't, yeah, don't want to break big. up the family. Women don't that's big. Is money on this list? No. What What does money have to do with money it? Money is not a, a lot. Fi- financial stability? Nope. The it's ability to think that you can't go on, that you need what he brings to the table. Oh. Uh, if you don't think that's a factor, uh, trust and believe it is. I, I agree with I you on see. that one, 100%. I see. Okay. They didn't put that one in there, but that uh-huh. is a huge reason. Yeah. Especially okay. if a woman is a homemaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and doesn't work mm-hmm. and if they've worked and accumulated a lot of things together that's mm-hmm. another reason then another oh. reason is just the agony of a divorce oh god yeah yeah <laughs> that is or a lot. what Tommy or a woman who you know hasn't worked in years and it's just like you know you ain't been in the in the, in the, the corporate world like say in 15 20 years you ain't worked at all yeah so you'll put up with the behavior to keep your lifestyle. Is what you're hey, saying? Keep your lifestyle. You, who is yeah, this? We talking to? Who is this dude? Yeah. Thomas Mom. Thomas you know Mom. He took his glasses off. And you see? <laughs> I can see. I, 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 I've never heard you make this much sense. <laughs> Ready to love? Up, I'm telling you. It happens. Yeah. It happens, Junior. It's such a rarity, though. It throws us. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Women think that men are capable of change. They give them a chance to change. They are. Too. That's why they stay. A lot well of men change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for your input. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we go. Carla is here with today's music news. What you got, Carla? Uh Jaheem wants to battle Usher. In a verse, <laughs> see, <laughs> shut up, right there. <laughs> Let that marinate. Right. Mopped. <laughs> what? What? Usher. Jaheem wants to battle oh, oh, oh. Usher. Usher. Usher, the very one. Yes. After he sang them six hits, <laughs> and Usher begins to do confessions. The whole album. <laughs> the yeah. album confessions. Jack got some hits though. How many he got? Boy, he got as many as Usher. Boy, no, nah. nah, I don't believe that either. <laughs> he can sing. He can sing. Oh, he can sing his ass off. Yeah, he, he's he had to battle ass. somebody that like you know. Let me think. Let me tell you what Jaheem said. Let's move all the pawns out of the way. I will give Usher one month to step it up. One month. Boy, listen to me. He up. Usher has a residency in Vegas. Vegas, oh, yes. The, yes. Jaheem, if they put your Selling picture on a billboard night. in Vegas, don't nobody know who you are. Dude. Stop. <laughs> Let's start you can't somewhere roll a skate, else. Jaheem. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> you can't skate. Right, you don't Tommy. know what's. <laughs> Jaheem. We're talking about Jaheem. you I've may be born Usher. Usher. You talking about him? <laughs> Boy, bye. Bye, Jaheem. <laughs> You ain't, you ain't got no money to be throwing in the ad no strip club. What, 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 what you, right. you need to battle like Cory Booker or something. Right. Thank you, you Carla, for that one. <laughs> we'll be back in 33 like minutes after the hour to play a game of a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, to play a round of Would You Rather. Here's the first one. Would you rather have a giant... Head no. or giant feet? Feet. Oh. Feet. Well, you could, well, you can't have no giant feet, Tommy. You ain't gonna be able to walk. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I, you know, because you small. I don't want you no big ass head. head. Be <laughs> well, you got that now. Come on, boy. Come on, stop. stop. You no seen your head. pictures? <laughs> no, you seen your it. pictures? I've seen hey, my man. pictures. I don't have no big head. Pull up your Instagram. (laughs) I'm bigger than you. Hell, everything I got bigger than yours. My feet bigger than yours. My hand bigger than yours. Everything. Your head is huge, though. Your head is huge. And if it was on your body, (laughs) I would look like a bobblehead. (laughs) But but you, I'm telling you, man, you ain't really looking at this, Tommy. I ain't going to tell you what I, a part like of my mirror be you. lying to me. My mirror lying to me. Why? You act like my mirror Oh, lying. no, 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 no. Your mirror tell the truth. You lie about what you see. <laughs> <laughs> he in denial. Oh, no, no. Denial. The mirror ain't the liar. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Would you rather. Tommy, a, a friend st- of mine told me uh-huh. you look like a. Mm-mm. We're not Go gonna ahead, do the show. We're not gonna do it. Thank yeah. you. Ahead, what's wrong with you today? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong off, with him today. Judge Steve is a little off today. All right. I told you I'm a judge now. <laughs> I'm not gonna keep telling y'all that. <laughs> would you rather huh. be a scientist? I'm pointed. Would you rather be, be a scientist 
Listen. B, because I don't know nothing about what you're talking about in A. Who experiments on rats, only on rats. Oh, B. Okay. B. Or would you rather be an embalmer? <sighs> well, I, I ain't Ooh. doing the rats, man. Rats. I ain't yeah, doing the rats. work with the rats. Rats and dead people, dead those are your choices. I'm doing dead people. Yeah, I'm going to work with the rats. I can't be painting stuff on dead people and rolling them over. And <laughs> I ain't doing the makeup. Making sure they got the, all their cracks got to be sewed up and all like this so don't know noises. No, nah, I'm not finna do that, though. Give me them damn rats. I'm going to go in there and shoot all them. I ain't doing the rats. Yeah, I'm going to go in there and shoot all them damn rats and then uh, whatever we was looking for is over. <laughs> the research is over. I'm doing the dead people. What I'm working with is not moving. And now if it moves, we got issues. Yeah. I'd be an yeah. I, Tommy, I think you're a little bit too scared Come on, what's the next? dead people. All right. The next one is, would you rather never get mad or would you rather never be happy? Oh, I wants to be happy. I rather I wish I could never get mad. What nutty ass person sitting around thinking they happy all? I rather I rather be happy all the time. But there's some people like that. All right, listen. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, last break of the day. Closing remarks from Steve Harvey. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. This is our last break of the day, and it is time for some closing remarks from the one and only. Steve Harvey. Well, it's been a good day. Let me ask you guys a question. Just off the top of your head, what do you all, and anybody can answer this question, what do you think is probably the number one cause that gets in the way of people moving forward? Or what has gotten in the way of you over the years from moving forward? Because, I mean, it happens to all of us, myself included. I'm just asking fear. a question to the crew. Yeah, fear. Fear, 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 fear of failure. Fear. Fear. fear of failure, fear of success. Um, Sometimes trying to fix the past. Wow. Mm-hmm. Lack of faith. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, let me address Time. three things. This is interesting. I'm going to try to do this quickly. Okay. Let's talk about fixing the past. Let's mm-hmm. talk briefly about fear. And let's talk about the fear of being successful. Let's start with the fear of being successful. A lot of people have a fear of becoming successful because they're not sure of the requirements that will be placed on them once they become successful. (coughs) Some people think that they won't be able to handle the regiment of being successful. And that right there is you're not understanding how God works. God never puts you someplace he doesn't prepare you to be. Do you understand that as you become successful that you're going to be tested, you're going to be challenged, you're going to be faced with all types of situations that will better you, equip you, and become make you the experienced person that you need to be to be in the place that you're going to finally wind up in. Stop being afraid of success and understand that God is not going to put you in a room that you're not qualified or equipped to be in. That's for starters. Now let's talk about fi- fixing the past. You ready? You can't. You can't. 
You get no do-overs in life. The problem that people have when they try to fix the past is because they are surrounded by people who are constantly reminding them of the past and telling them you're not this and you're not that and you can't do this because you did that and I remember when you did that. When you remove those people from your life who are constantly trying to remind you of your past, you will then lose the need to have to fix it. See, but you have to fix it when there are people in your life and including you who keep bringing the past to the forefront to put it in your present. That's why the Lord's Prayer is simple. Give us this day our daily bread. The Bible very rarely talks to you about your past because it's Mm. been forgiven. It's done. I don't I haven't read a whole lot of scriptures to help me with my past. I read a lot of scriptures that talk about now. I read a lot of scriptures that talks about faith, the belief in things that you cannot see, trusting in his word, holding on to his unchanging hand, realizing that all things are possible through him. I read a lot of scriptures about that. But nothing is more prevalent in our life today than the Lord's Prayer, which clearly says, give us this day our daily bread. Because tomorrow you have no control over. Now, you can have hopes for tomorrow. You can have plans for tomorrow. You can have visions and aspirations for tomorrow. But everything about tomorrow, which I have finally learned, should be should be tempered with the remark, if it's God's will and in God's timing. That way it releases me from having to be worried about the timing of an event because just because it's been denied, just because it's been delayed does not mean that it's been denied. I had to learn that. So fixing your past can't be done. What's done is done. First thing you want to do about fixing the past, remove people from your life who are constantly reminding you of your past. And then secondly, forgive yourself just as God has done. I used to do it to myself all the time. Even at my daughter's wedding, I made the statement. I said, I've spent all of my adult life trying to fix the mistakes I made as a young man. You know what Bishop Jakes told me who was at my daughter's wedding? He said, you too hard on yourself. He said, you're too hard on yourself. You need to stop doing that to yourself, Steve. And he was right. Because I keep trying to do that, and I had to stop. And last but not least, let's just talk about fear itself. The majority of us have a fear of success and a fear of failure because we don't have a strong enough relationship with God. I'm telling you, man, God erases fear. God puts you in a comfort zone. I mean, if you think about it just for a second, everybody, everything that you've ever gone through, and I've said this, I can't tell you how many times on the show, everything you've gone through, every challenge you've ever had, every setback, every hardship, you've managed somehow to this point to get past all of them. Your track record for surviving rough days and challenges is 100%. Why would God not continue to do that for you? Lose your fear because God is near. Lose your fear 
because God is near. Those are the three things I wanted to address. Thank you for giving me those closing remarks. Y'all have a great day. Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. See you tomorrow. Bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 